welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast, and I can't wait for you to hear this conversation and meet Drew Canoli. He is a rock star in the world of fitness, nutrition, and mindset. He has a huge heart for people and doing his part to transform the world one person at a time. He is the founder and CEO of FitLife TV, which is an online health and wellness media channel. He shares educational, inspirational, and entertaining videos about health, fitness, healing, and longevity. He's also the founder of Organifi, which is an organic line of superfood products that was created to make healthy living easy and accessible on the go. And he has a community of over 3 million people that he continues to inspire and empower to live their best life and have their healthiest body through delivering daily content online. And you guys, he truly is one of those people that you meet in person and is the exact same as he is online, if not 10 million times better, because he truly makes you feel like you are the only person in the room and the most important thing at that moment when he is talking to you. And I cannot wait for you to listen in and hear all of the incredible knowledge and wisdom that he shares. So let's get started. Drew, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, thanks for having me on, Lori. I'm really looking forward to this. And uh, yeah. So I have, for those of you who don't know, Drew Canoli is amazing. He's been around forever. He's been in my realm forever. And we were just talking and I realized that he is also from Michigan. So we share a Michigan tie. I'm so excited about that. When I hear Michigan, my body naturally gets like 10 degrees colder. Does that happen to you too? I just, I feel like I need to put a wool hat on or something. Yes. You know, if I ever not feel grateful for any reason, like I just have to look at the weather in Michigan (laughs) and I immediately am like, oh my God, I'm so grateful to be in the warmth. It's just, you know, it's a beautiful place to be from, but wow, did it make me feel incredibly grateful for the sunshine every day out here. I know you're in San Diego now, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Eight months out of the year in Michigan, it's gray skies. And if you don't like the weather, just wait 10 minutes and it changes. Oh my God. That's totally the mantra. That was our weather (laughs) channel mantra. Like every day they would say that like 20 times a day. I love that you just brought that back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're from further North than me. So it was even more drastic. I think the changes. It It was crazy. I'm upper peninsula. So, you know, we're surrounded by water on all three sides where we were. And it was just, it was nuts, like record setting snowfall pretty much every single year. So so let me ask you this, Lori. Did you drive a snowmobile to school? 
because that's what I had to do on a few days. It was so nasty. I had to drive my snowmobile to school. I didn't drive a snowmobile to school. I did drive a snowmobile quite often, but not to school. I was actually like kitty corner from my school. So I just waited in like snow pants, you know, through, through waist deep snow, like all the time. And that was normal. I was like, this isn't normal. It's crazy. So, Okay, so I'm so excited to have you on. And for people who don't uh, maybe know of what you do or where you started, you, you have so much going on that I would love if you could kind of talk about the timeline of your own transformation moving into what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. So six and a half years ago, I decided to do something really radical, right? Change my life completely and drink nothing but copious amounts of green cruciferous vegetables for mm-hmm. seven days straight. And I absolutely transformed my taste buds. I trained my taste, trimmed my waist. I lost 40 pounds in 90 days. Wow. And I documented the whole entire journey on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Six and a half years ago. And I started to build this following online of people that were centered around helping other people. They were passionate. They wanted to transform their bodies and their health, like the transformation that you had, which is amazing, by the way. Mm-hmm. I just want to give you a big shout out to that and acknowledge you for your transformation. Mm-hmm. And um, so that happened in my life. And I just wanted to share it six and a half years ago. So I was posting videos on YouTube, Facebook. And uh, yeah, we grew this following in about six and a half years. We have 4 million followers online now. And it's wow. pretty crazy. We've created a brand, Organifi, the superfood company, and mm-hmm. um, we have 85 people on the team now. And it's just it, sometimes I pinch myself because I feel like I'm dreaming and I'm waking up into this ultra <laughs> alternate reality of uh, what I've always wanted to do. And that is just be a giver and, and bless and help as many people as possible, because I believe that's why you and I are both here. We're here to mm-hmm. have this message of mindset health. And I really liked what you're all about too, and the whole spiritual realm of things too. So that's kind of what we do. Oh, that's so amazing. That's what I was seeing. And I, I love that because I really feel like, you know, you can do all that you can around exercising and, and eating, but a lot of it is, you know, mindset as well, which we're going to dive into in just a minute, uh, too. But as far as when you first went on your, transformation journey and you were like, okay, I'm just going to do this whole green juice thing, or I'm going to go here. Was that out of like just what you had seen as far as what you thought was healthy at the time? Or did you do a lot of research or what was it for you that made you just go, okay, green juice, this is what I'm going to do. So this is exciting because I I loved what it sounds really weird, but I'm like the weird guy at Whole Foods that comes in and like (laughs) knows if somebody smells like patchouli and like what essential (laughs) oil they have on. Yeah. Right. So I'm like that hippie weird guy. But uh, six and a half years ago, I was literally blown away. I was in the gym two hours a day. I was trying to get in shape. I was always inspired by these fitness professionals on magazines, similar to you. Like I I saw the magazines and the Olympics and I I watched Arnold back in the day. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? I want to build a physique like that. But I never could. And I would spend two and a half hours in the gym on the treadmill. But I had the Michigan diet. And the Michigan diet is, sadly enough, it's very similar to the SAD diet, the standard American diet, but there's more burgers, there's definitely more pizza, and there's more um, hamburger helper, especially growing up. Like, that was easy, right? Oh, you're taking me back. <laughs> I'm taking you back. Sorry, Michigander, yeah. So I had all one for me, but I never could get the body that I wanted. And then I realized when a, one of my, I ran a credit company back in the day, one of my employees came up to me, Mark. And, and a good friend, and he told me the story about how he was given six months left to live. Oh my 
and he was about to die of this life-threatening cancer that he had. And he told me that his wife went home, got rid of all the processed food, the sugar, the dairy, the wheat, and she put him on a juice diet. And at the time, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You know, like the green stuff that tastes like swamp water. <laughs> and, and as Mark told me the story, he handed me this green juice. And it was my very first green juice. I drank it thinking it was going to taste like hell, mm -hmm. something that I did not want. And it was actually really good. It was kale. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was kale, Swiss chard, and pear blended up into like a smoothie juice. And I drank it, and I had this sustained energy all day long. The sideline benefit is the next day, I wasn't really craving the uh, carbohydrates that I would normally want, like the French fries and the fast food and all this stuff. I'm like, wow. So this changed my taste buds a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I continued to do one juice a day for the next week or two. And I noticed that I did the same stuff that I was doing before. I was eating the same, but my diet started to shift a little bit. I was working out the same. The scale started to change. And when I look in the mirror, my body started to transform. So I'm like, if this is as easy as it is, is just getting loads more micronutrients versus all these macronutrients, I'm going to continue to do this. So I continued to do it. And then I went a little bit further out on the fringe and I did seven days of nothing but juice. And that's when it completely changed my life. Wow. I realized that the food that I was eating was controlling my thinking. Mm -hmm. I realized that I was stunted. My, uh, my creativity of what I wanted to create in the world was stunted because of the processed food, the sugar, the dairy, the wheat, things that I was eating. And I realized I was vastly more creative when I was in this type of hyper-fasted state, having copious amounts of green juice every single day. And... Um, it gave me more energy. It was almost like intermittent IF, intermittent fasting mm -hmm. with juicing that really catapulted me into um, losing 40 pounds and getting down to sub 7% body fat while doing the same thing that I was doing every single day, mm. period, anyway. So it was a lot of elimination that was happening. Oh, I love that you just shared that because it, so many people, I'm sure they ask you these same questions. Like, how do you stay motivated? How do you do what you do? You're doing so much. How do you get creative? Is this a habit? And it's like, okay, I, you know that you want to do all of these things, but you have to first, like your first goal can't even be, Oh, hire a goat, a coach to hire a goat. Let's not hire a goat, but <laughs> we'll hire a coach. Um, but first it's like to learn to support your own mind, your own body. So for me, it's like, if I don't get enough sleep and if, like you said, if I'm not getting my greens, if I'm not eating really well, I don't even get creative. Like I can't even take that first step. I'm not even, it's so crazy. I'm not even interested in getting motivated or reading a book or doing the things that I know that I personally really love and fuel my soul. If I eat like crap, it's like that person totally goes away. So what happened like the first time you really met who you really were, like when you really met yourself and realized, wow, like this tiny little shift has created this, you know, it opens you up to this person. I think we're all those people, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Like, well, so I believe I, I have this very powerful belief and I don't know if yours may be similar to this, mm -hmm. but you and I have, I mean, this is like our first interview, really, you know, mm -hmm. I've been following you and watching your Snapchat and admiring <laughs> you from a distance, mm -hmm. but I believe that we're all source energy mm -hmm. and we're Absolutely. here to, okay, cool. So we're on the same page. Amen. So <laughs> when, when we get in that state, that flow state, that energy, it radically shifts your viewpoint of every human being. You feel like you're at, at one. 
with every living human being here. And how could you not be creative as the perfect reflection of divinity in the flesh, rolling around doing what you do every single day? I mean, there's no time for lack. There's no time for scarcity. You see abundance when you're in that true authentic state of being coming from source. And that's powerful. And I believe nutrition is in some ways a really quick hack for people that haven't got the mindset mastered enough to where they're transcending and their shoes are sitting on the floor and they don't really need to walk, right? <laughs> like they're human beings living in this, this flesh-colored meat suit. Mm -hmm. I think nutrition really helps get to that place as a super hack. And I, I believe that uh, it's ultimately changed my life completely, mm -hmm. living from that place. Oh, that is so true. I, you know, I'm writing a book right now. And I know that if I have a writing day the next day, especially if like a weekend's coming up or whatnot, I've noticed I have gotten way more fit actually writing this book because I'm thinking about, I want to be so clear tomorrow, you know, when I write, I want to feel good when I'm writing. And it's made such a difference just being so aware of no, I want to show up. I want to feel really good. And sometimes having a reason for it can be really huge. But what are some of the first things that you would tell someone or that you give to somebody if they're like, I, I really need a transformation, but I don't even know where to begin? Well, I think it's fundamentally the same things you talk about too, like that are really base level. You mentioned it. Number one is the sleeping, making sure you're dialing in your sleep. I use a app called Bedit on my phone and it measures your breathing, if you're snoring, how much REM you're getting. I also believe uh, drinking a lot of water. Like most people are just chronically dehydrated and they don't even know it. So those are the two fundamental base level things. Mm -hmm. I would um, recommend drinking green juice to start out because that's going to help you train your taste buds to trim your waist mm -hmm. as well. Setting a goal has been huge for me and a lot of other people. So what does it look like 90 days from now? Mm -hmm. And that's when I would guide them into like a mental process of this. We call it the identity. Okay. It's a why. It's, it's your identity backed by an empowering why, like a why that makes you cry. And you've probably heard this before, but anchoring it to what does it look like 90 days from now, your body, like getting detailed, almost as if you've lived the experience to create the cellular exchange of energy to bring it into creation from a feeling state. Mm -hmm. And then the um, what do you want to hear from the people that you love? right? What are they saying about your transformation? A friend comes up six months from now at a dinner party and she's like, oh my God, girl, you look incredible. I love what you've done. What can I do? Like, tell me what to do. And once you start living from that and hearing that, it creates more of a reality. And then what does it look like in the mirror? What does it feel like? What does your body feel like 90 days from now? after the transformation. And the more you can live there, it's similar to what you talked about with the writing, you know, putting yourself in a good place before you write, making sure you're consciously doing this why process every day and tying it back to your overall visions. Okay. So Drew, what does your daily practice look like for you? Do you do visualization? Do you do meditation? Yeah. So first things first, I wake up, I um, put both feet on the ground, like our buddy Wayne Dyer said, RIP Wayne, love Guy. Mm -hmm. And um, I get grateful, grateful for everything in my life. I just go through a whole Rolodex in my mind for about a minute and a half of everything that I'm grateful for. Mm. And then um, as soon as I'm up, then I'll do like a visualization meditation for the next 10 minutes. Mm. It's more of a um, Japanese style meditation. So my eyes are open Okay. and it's focused on breathing. I'll breathe in and I'll focus on an object really close out in front of me. And then when I breathe out, my peripheral gaze opens up. And that 
way of meditating and breathing actually helps lower your cortisol levels in your body. Because most people wake up and they're, as you know, their stress levels are a little bit higher first thing in the morning. So bringing your stress levels down is important for your overall body transformation, business transformation, anything that you're working on in your life. Mm. So that's step mm. two, that form of meditation. And sometimes doing some pencil, like eye push-ups with your thumb out in front of you, breathing in, tracking it with your eyes is a really good way to calm you down too if you're stressed out about something first thing in the morning. Mm. So... After that, I usually email or text three people that I care about, and I try to make it someone who I haven't communicated with in a while just to let them know that I'm thinking about them and I'm in their life. So it's a, almost like an appreciative thing to do, and sometimes it's writing a card. Sometimes it's making a little 30-second video on my cell phone and sending it out to them or simply calling them right? And just telling them, acknowledging the people that we love. I find that when we're busy, sometimes that just doesn't happen enough. So I try to make a conscious effort to do that. And then I, um, I'm off to the gym at that particular point. I have a little coffee usually with some uh, cacao in it, maybe some grass-fed butter or coconut MCTs or some of our Organifi protein in the coffee. And then I hit the gym up for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And then I'll come back and I'll do some uh, spiritual work, like reading some spiritual text. And then, um, and then after that, I'll usually shower up. And then by the time a 9 a.m. meeting rolls around, I'm pretty much good to go for the day. Mm. But I just moved into this beautiful home in San Diego. So I have one of those crazy pools that I've been incorporating into my uh, morning ritual. It has the motor on it. So it oh. kicks this wave up at you. So swimming in the oh, morning yeah. is really good. Plus it's cold. It's like it shocks <laughs> yes. you. As soon as you wake up, you jump in this pool. It's like, all right, I'm ready to go for the day. So yes. that's been kind of fun. <laughs> I love that. I just went, I'm like obsessed with Tony Robbins. So I went to my second Tony Robbins event and you just reminded me like, I just love that. It's state changes, right? Like just, ah. <laughs> yeah. Just snap yourself into it. Cryosanas too. Something that I do two or three times a week. Oh, you ever amazing. done that? Yes. Done that? Yes. And it's really cold and I love it. It's like a strange addiction afterward too, isn't it? Yeah. Like you get high from it. <laughs> like your vision and it's like the fight or flight response. Your vision increases, your hearing picks up. You're like, all right, maybe I am superhuman at this yes, point. Yes, seriously. Okay. So I love that you have such solid, uh, rituals every single day. And I think that a lot of times when we're, you know, we, we want to set these big goals. And I think a lot of people maybe in the beginning of, you know, maybe going out in their vi business ventures or really starting something that they want to do, it feels like you don't have time for all of these things, but have you found that it almost expands time for you and speeds up your creativity? Yeah. I don't know if, if you would agree with me on this, but I don't believe in this concept of time mm, as, yes. as like most people do. I think time is like uh, an illusion. Mm -hmm. I think it's really the way I measure it is the unfoldment of good. So I'm constantly in this bliss state because the only thing I'm tracking, I'm not tracking it on a watch or something on a wall telling me that I have X amount of things to do this. I'm actually tracking how much good can be created in individual moments throughout the day. And I find that that expands your time exponentially. Like mm -hmm. time is no longer even a question once you start getting into that particular place. And you have, oddly enough, you can create 15, I'm, I could do 15 things in the next hour because of the ability to look at life like that. And when you're that type of person, 
people are magnetically drawn to you, situations, circumstances, unforeseen forces open up in the universe to serve you in that moment because that's contagious. And the universe is like water. It wants to get out of your way when you know where you're going and you have that vision in your mind. And that's the way I like to live. Oh, I love that. And yes, I totally. So I'm, I'm practicing even feeling that even more just because, so one of my mm -hmm. mantras is life is fun and easy and there's plenty of time for everything. So, mm -hmm. you know, especially as I just, I actually just had a Ted talk this last weekend and then I was, I have the, a book deadline in a month and there's a whole lot of other amazing things right going <laughs> on. And yeah. so I decided during this time, I, I've always wanted to do uh, guitar lessons and I wanted mm. to get back to dance lessons with my husband. And I was like, what better time to really test this theory than during the busiest, right? I hate that word, but whatever, the busiest time of my yes. life. And I'm like, no, this is, it's all made up. Like we just think we're so busy, but we're busy in our head. We're living the future. We're living the past. And I'm like, what if we lived right now? Like it's just a 45 minute lesson or it's just a 45 minute thing here. And I feel like I have more time now in this so-called busiest time of my life, then I feel, I guess I feel like I'm slowing time down, just being more present because before I was so tripping out on the future, it was like, ah! um, so yeah, I totally get, I totally get that. And when I'm, if I'm running late for soul cycle, I'm like, Lori, <laughs> There's plenty yeah. of time. you're going to be just fine. And I picture myself getting there with plenty of time and like a parking spot right in the front. And it doesn't always happen that way, but typically it does. So are there certain things that you do that you just, you know, really try to focus on when you do feel that stress coming back at all? Maybe if you're around deadlines or anything like that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just to take a time out. I close my eyes. I do. I breathe in. Right. And then I'll do that a few times. And then on the last breath, I'll just let it out with a smile. Mm. And I know that uh, another visualization exercise I do is I literally project the they, some people would call it like astral traveling. I don't know if it's, it's that deep, but literally projecting yourself outside of your body and looking back at your life as if you're watching a movie and it's on a screen mm. and seeing yourself from like the cosmos and realizing how infinitesimally small that moment is that you're freaking out about. It just time collapses the whole thing and it brings you right back to mm. what you really are. You know, you really are this massive, magical creator and the unfoldment of good is all that can happen in those individual moments, moment by moment, like you said, the present. And it does. It literally scientifically slows time down when you're in the present moment like that. So, so it's powerful. So that, that visualization helps. And then just breathing and recognizing that, you know, there's something so much bigger than that moment where you're frustrated um, about is happening. There's something so massive mm -hmm. and you're just a pencil in the hand of God, if you want to call it like mother Teresa says, or, uh, you're just an extension of source, whatever your viewpoint is. I find that that helps a lot with, uh, time. So how has, okay, because clearly I could talk to you forever about this, but what is, where has your journey really, how did it start to unfold for you? Because from where you, from the place that you're speaking now, from where you began, you know, where you're just like, I don't feel good and I can't even picture my life outside of not feeling good sometimes. What was one of the biggest shifts for you that opened you up spiritually as well, outside, even outside of nutrition? Maybe, because um, we know that's a huge component, the foundational component, but also was there books? Was there, you know, different things that you would go to? And what do you do now to also feed that? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for me, it, it started at a really young age for me, thankfully. 
Like I came into this life experience and I was abused and I was tortured as a kid. And I say thankfully because I think there's so many lessons we learn through tragedy in life. Like I was tortured, right? Like physically, if I couldn't tie my shoes fast enough, my dad would put cigarettes out on my forehead. But I learned at a young age how to pray and how to pray effectively. My mom that adopted us when I was six years old, uh, she'd have me pray every night before bed. And I'd pray for, as a six-year-old, the typical six-year-old things. I would (laughs) pray for the hamster and my goldfish (laughs) and the cat and the dog and like my parents and my grandparents. And then one morning, and I remember it like it was yesterday, is I prayed to forgive my father, Mm -hmm. my dad, for all the abuse. And I really let go of that. Oh, my gosh. And, And letting go, that sent me on this spiritual journey Throughout my young adult life, I would say like 12 to 18 years old of really questioning, like, what's going on, guys? Like, almost like I was living in this giant ayahuasca experience. And I haven't done the ayah yet or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. I could relate it to that because it was this deeper questioning. And I've always been a lucid dreamer. So ever since I was a really young kid, I had the ability to control my dreams at night. And I would remember dreaming about monsters and the boogeyman and all the stuff kids dream about but realizing that, hey, this is just a dream and I can shift the dream because it's not real. So at a young age, I'm like, if this is a dream and I'm awake and the awakened dream is a dream Mm -hmm. and I can change my reality based on my thoughts and the way that I feel as a young age, then I can literally shape shift shift any reality that I want or that's more desirable or that my heart is really wanting to create in this life experience. And this happened at a really young age. I'm going to say like, Lucid dreams started happening when I was like four or five years old. I think I healed a lot of the trauma stuff as a kid mm-hmm. by dealing with it in dream time, dream travel, astral travel, whatever you want to say. And throughout my life, I've continued to go back to that gift that God has given me through dream interpretation and, and really um, channeling that to open up my spiritual senses and creating some of the most magical moments that I could ever imagine. So having those rituals every night where I go into a dream with an intention of what I want to create and then waking up with an idea or an answer to a problem that I have has been absolutely quintessential in my life. And it's always grounded me back into source. Mm -hmm. So I would say explore what your spiritual gift is. Some people are great at channeling. Some people are writers. You know, it sounds like you have a little bit of both in those. Mm -hmm. So really accessing that and giving yourself the freedom to go there. Mm-hmm. I think is powerful. It has been for me. Mm-hmm. So the young healing and then staying on track with it through um, reading. I, I read a book or two a week, and I've been doing this for like seven years. I've always been into personal development, um, spiritual development, emotional intelligence. As of lately, I went to uh, what's called Ascension Leadership Academy, and you know because you're mm-hmm. friends with Jenna. <laughs> and I sent a whole team. I sent like 30 people in San Diego from our Organifi team to this emotional intelligence training. And now everybody that's here in the office is having these mind-bender conversations <laughs> about emotional intelligence, about upgrading their life. Like, and we all read a book a week together as a company. So creating that kind of environment for spiritual growth mm. and being around people that constantly pull that out of you mm. and create that open space for you to be in that is pretty powerful. Mm. So the environment and... Um, yeah, I kind of went on a rant there. Hopefully that's what you're looking for. Oh, I, are you, rants are my favorite. <laughs> all right, all right. 
There's like so many tunnels we could go down. Um, oh, that is amazing. And, and you know what? You just, you completely just uh, inspired me as well because right now we're growing as a company and I'm, I always want that infused into the, the people that I'm around. And there's no reason why you can't have that be from the beginning something that, uh, you know, is almost, is it almost like a requirement or how do you get people on board with you on it? Well, I think it's, you know, everything's frequency mm-hmm. is the way I, I view it. So if you're vibrating at a frequency that attracts like-minded individuals to you, obviously it worked with your, your amazing husband, right? Mm-hmm. And you have that same ability to do that with every single person that works with you as a team. See, I look at it as a collaboration mm-hmm. and there's no competition. Like even other superfood companies that are out there, I'll sit down with the presidents of the company and, and whatever else and tell them our best ideas because I want the world to succeed. I'm not playing a game of, you know, win-lose. It's all a win-win. And attracting people on your boat that have that same mission, that purpose, that soul's desire actually becomes uh, radically more easy when you're consistently focused on tuning the beat of your own drum, like tuning your frequency every day. And I do that with my morning rituals and my visualization. And for some reason, what, I mean, 90% of the people that work at Organifi have all been referred. They saw our videos from three years ago. They they watched a Mindset Monday. It changed their life. They moved out to California, lost 180 pounds, Mm -hmm. and now they're working for the company. Like it's every single person that's here has this amazing transformational story because it's woven in the very fabric of our people that are here and from the very core uh, start of our mission and our movement. And that's pretty powerful. Like we don't have to advertise on Craigslist or use LinkedIn or anything like that. We literally were the source of source, the cause of cause in it. And it's just manifested. It's so powerful. So I love that you are so, you're so open with your spirituality around your company and just really what you stand for. Do you, do you guys meet every week or you know, yeah. Yeah. So we have an office in little Italy and we have, um, I would say 30, 32 people here and we have, uh, 85 people in the company altogether. So we have a, a 9 AM 20 minute call every morning and that's where we'll meet. Everybody will say their number one priority for the day. And then we'll end it with like a motivational quote or an experience or a testimony of something that somebody had that puts everybody in a good mood for the day. And then we just report back the next day. We do a lot of culture stuff. Yesterday, a bunch of us went to the beach and there was like, we had music, campfire. I'm learning the, the guitar, by the way, too. Oh, and I cool. heard that you're, you're practicing. So <laughs> I have a teacher come in every day for 30 minutes, yeah, five days a week. Chad and he's got this wonderful girl Rosie who they they play downtown in San Diego and they jam out all the time they come over to the house and it is literally one of the best things I could do during the day to increase creativity and I love that you're doing that Lori that's awesome it's the it's the best like it has been so it's just opened up everything for me and it's even like I love those moments where I'm concentrating so hard you can't think of a single other thing and your tongue sticking out of the side of your mouth and like everything <laughs> is so clear because there is nothing I mean your brain is thinking of nothing but what your hands are doing <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's awesome yeah it's so amazing. So what are some other things that you're doing that really just make you feel totally connected and grounded? Um, writing for me has always been big as well. I love to write. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'll, I'll go on stints of writing. I don't, I don't know if you're like this, but there'll be like two or three months a year where I wake up at four in the morning and I just write for like three hours. Mm. And usually it's like intermittent fasting. Um, it's 
I'll be deep in meditation and prayer. And it's just, I want to like vomit all over my keyboard or the, the page that I'm writing on. And that's been pretty powerful at um, opening up. I think uh, I love your idea of the dance classes as well. That's really cool. I, I'm like a crazy, and I know you are too, you guys, because I've seen your snaps, but where you just order like something on Amazon like every other day, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Amazon Prime it in. Yeah. So I just ordered a steel drum like awesome. two days ago. And I'm sure my neighbors love this <laughs> because it probably sounds like a Caribbean cruise ship coming down <laughs> to my place in San Diego. But I just get such a joy out of like a new experience. So I'm yes. always trying to create new experiences, newness, new restaurants, going out to eat at uh, great places with fine cuisine. And um, I do a lot of like spa type healing stuff as well, where I'll get an IV once a week, acupuncture. I call it my board of advisors for my body, right? <laughs> yes. So you have the acupuncturist, I have the massage therapist that comes to the house. I have, um, you know, just the, the whole, the spa thing, a psychologist that's very much into the biology of the body and like how to release trauma in the body through meditation. And he's been like a Zen monk for like 20 years, this guy. Wow. And um, he, he, he referred me to a sniper rifle. Like he's been a Navy SEAL for like 20 years. Oh. So I go to the gun range and shoot sniper rifles. And I don't know, I'm, I'm into a lot of different stuff, mm -hmm. but it's all centered around creating new experiences, similar to what you said a little bit ago. I think that's important. Otherwise you feel like you're dying, you know? Totally. Always have to grow. I'm so we love anything new, any new experiences. I'm always just so I'm curious. And there's so many experiences in this world that are we're meant to have. And it just keeps you excited for every single day. And it brings so much perspective. And like you said, creativity. All right. So Drew, I could, I could talk to you all day long about spirituality and food and, and business, but we're going to have to have you on another podcast. So what are some things that you would love to share that maybe you haven't shared or a question that you wish more people would ask you? Well, I love that you're asking me this because it's just, I'm going to flow. Like this is okay. all impromptu. I'm really feeling who your audience is. And I believe that they're influencers that are probably starting out. Maybe they've been at the game for a while. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing that has really shaped and changed my life is knowing that what I do every single day makes a difference. And it may just be one person. You know, when I first started, I was getting 12 views on my YouTube videos. And I remember emailing my dad the link to YouTube. And I was like, hey, dad, like, can you watch this? And then 24 hours would go by and I'd still have 12 views on my YouTube video. Mm. And I would then send a <laughs> message to my old man again. Hey, can I get some love from Michigan over here? I'm still stuck <laughs> at 12 views. And uh, so I think it's important to know that your vision for what you want to create in your life is so, so huge. And it can be created. It's the consistent action every single day over and over and over that's going to be that guiding force in your life. And when you come at it from purity, from a, an intention to really bless, to heal, to help other people, you're going to be unstoppable. So... Mm. I feel like I'm talking to myself six and a half years ago, and I find that that may work for somebody that's listening to this now. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would leave uh, you with if you're listening to this. Mm, so beautiful. Andrew, where can we find you and follow you? I know that I've been drinking your awesome green juice and taking some of the turmeric and probiotic. I'm like in love with it. So where can we find you, follow you, all that good stuff? 
So at Drew Canole on all of the pages, that's C-A-N-O-L-E, and that's Drew, not to be mistaken with Gerard or Joe or George. <laughs> Drew, D-R-E-W, C-A-N-O-L-E. And uh, yeah, I'm like the healthy guy with the fat Italian dessert last name. So I love that. I literally <laughs> love that. I just think it's the best. Yeah. Okay. And the green, the green juice that... Lori's talking about is Organifi and it's 11 of the world's best superfoods. And I believe we're giving a discount to your family here. Anybody that's listening gets what? 20% off. Yes. That that's is amazing. Doing. Yeah. So just how does it work on these podcasts? They click a link below the video or yes, something. Yes. You know what? It's going to be in the show notes and, um, we were given the code Lori harder. So my name, H A R D E R and 20% off. So we're going to put that in the show notes, you guys. And I absolutely love it. It tastes amazing. So thank you so much for doing that and everything yes. that you do, because you are just putting out so much goodness to the world, pretty much for no matter where you are in life, whether you want to do mindset or body or really learn how to visualize or just some great meditations. Like you've got some incredible stuff everywhere. You are like a content flowing machine clearly because of what you do to keep your clan, your clannel, your channel clear and just really <laughs> feeling clannel. good. Your clannel. It's a new <laughs> body keep part. Clannel clear. <laughs> keep that clannel clear. <laughs> oh, so I always end on one last question and that is if you were on a really quick elevator ride with someone and literally it's like 30 seconds, two floors, and they look over at you and they say, Drew, well, they wouldn't know your name. That'd be creepy. Or maybe they would. <laughs> Drew. I've been following you. <laughs> I've been following you. How do I make myself happy? What do you say? Oh, just smile. Mm. It, just all day long, smile as much as humanly possible. <laughs> and that's going to be creepy on an elevator because <laughs> you're going to look over at this person and you're going to give them a big smile and they're going to be like, okay, <laughs> I get it. So. <sighs> I love that. That's, That's so great. Oh, yeah. and I, literally, I, I just, I actually like being creepy. I think it's really great. So <laughs> I like random and my friends always freak out because I do random acts of creepiness. <laughs> so I'll go up to people in the grocery store and I'll like ask them if they need help or I'll get stuff for them or you know, I'll be at the bank and I'll put a, like a, a black hoodie over me at the, oh no, I'm just kidding. I have to take it that <laughs> 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 oh, that is amazing. Okay, Drew, thank you so much for being on today. I so appreciate your time and just value everything that you are doing in the world. And you are such a bright light. So thank you so much for that. And you guys, if you love this episode as much as I did, make sure you share it with your friends. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye.